She is my rock, bust at the up, hold on the spot, beast with the fuck, shout it beware, dope in the pot, beat down the block, the best thing I got, she is my rock, up, 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 she is my rock, up, 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 The count from Sesame Street is back, baby. One cookie, two cookie, three cookie, ah, 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 ah. Uh, I am John Parker And I'm Dan Duncan This is Don't Do That Bro And I just wanted you all to enjoy What I have enjoyed this week Being able to listen to this new single Released by Plies Who Dan thought was a Christian rapper What? Well, the first thing I've ever heard from him is like You are my rock Rock, 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 rock like, Jesus def- my rock, rock It definitely rock. sounds like KJ52 made it come back Hey listen, don't you do that <laughs> You ain't gonna do that to KJ That dude saved some lives, man I I was in Oakland, I was in the hood slapping KJ And the, and the kids was loving it, bro don't, don't you do that, man Dear M, dear Slim Hey listen, that's a whole nother situation for another day We're talking about, talk about the herd mentality We are, we are gonna talk about mug. the herd mentality right now But I was solo with the KJ52 I was on my own <laughs> I was on my own, so I won't roast you for not. You always it. think you're on your own, Bruh, No one. I promise you, well, no, one, no one was on the KJ. I'm, I'm telling you, nobody in Oakland was playing KJ52. <laughs> Oakland, California, circa uh, 1998, 2000, 2001. You know what I'm saying? That's probably true. You know, hey, but it's all good. So listen, um, Plies can't roast Dan. I don't know if he should know who Plies is or not. I feel like he's a cult classic, so it's kind of like. Hmm, I don't have to take away your card today. You can keep it in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? But he has some hits, like you know, hits with in, in air quotations. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like, he's that dude right now. His Instagram is popping. He's probably got like a million followers. He's like, he's a better Instagrammer than he is rapper. Clearly, well, that goes for a lot of rappers, <laughs> including our favorite. <laughs> Your favorite ad, <laughs> your man. Listen, I don't want your that, dude. Listen, I don't want that dude running up on me because of what <laughs> you do. This happened to me in college. A dude wanted to fight me for the general roasting that was going on for him because I was the smallest guy in the circle. So I was like, wait a minute, everybody's laughing at you, and you want to fight me? So I don't want this guy running up on me because he's trying to get to you. You know what I'm saying? He's the closest. He's the closest he'll get. To, I'm the closest he'll get to you, and so he punches me in the back of the head. There's a good chance that's true, actually. I believe it. <laughs> I definitely believe that 100%. Listen, don't do that, bro. If this is your first time tuning in, is a podcast about real life stuff, men being men, needing to be better men, getting handed clubs, nine irons, five irons, drivers, putters. Yeah. We're here to be your life caddy. Yeah. We're here to be that friend mm-hmm. that you probably don't have because yep. for some reason in this day and age, no one wants to tell people the truth. The truth. And we are here to rip off the band aid and it's say, it. You know what? Mm-hmm. You can be better. You can be better. I eat plies and rock, 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 rock. And we typically find in culture mm-hmm. lots of examples mm-hmm. to talk about, mm-hmm. generally in a hilarious manner, mm-hmm. generally slightly intoxicated mm-hmm. in doing this mm-hmm. podcast. Today it's like it's ten o'clock. Yeah, it's so. ten o'clock. Bro. We're super sober. <laughs> this is, this I'm drinking be- coffee. <laughs> I was up all night with my baby. Oh, you and me both, bro. So, uh, but. T- we are t- what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about herd mentality. Um, this conversation came up because I was in some uh, Facebook. I mean, it's pretty much one-sided conversation. I make my posts and I'm going about my business, but my wife got involved because she's like, man, you got me sucked into this conversation. People at me and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wait, I don't understand what I did. I simply put up a post about vaccinations, my view on it. Not even a view. It was a two-liner. Got my, my daughter vaccinated, wish I had, my son hasn't had any shots, y'all can keep them. You know what I'm saying? And I posted up a book that talks about the dangers of vaccinations, right? 
the simple thing dangers of vaccination and without going down the rabbit yeah. hole of vaccinations yeah. which we may m- my son's vaccinated mm-hmm. We're going to talk about yeah. how you come to the conclusion yes. about what you should do for yourself. For yourself. What we're not going to do in mm-hmm. this podcast mm-hmm. is spiral downward into meaningless debates. That, that doesn't happen. That's what Facebook is for. <laughs> and that will be the other part of our conversation of why are you still on Facebook? Why, why are you there? We'll get there. We'll get there. So this is what we're doing. But, you know, before we get to the meat and potatoes, we have some caddying to do. That's right. Fourth District. Seem to me like Dan Duncan always offered a hand to the nine iron. Always the nine iron. What you need a caddy for if he always gonna give you the same club, huh? Hashtag. Who's your caddy? Yeah, we have multiple caddies <laughs> to do. It's 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 Augusta in here right now. It's the master today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got we got bombs. Yep. That we need to caddy. Yep. We got guns. We need to caddy. Mm-hmm. And there was one more caddy. Uh, condom snorting. Condom snorting. Yeah. Challenge yeah. videos. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And dude still getting caught on video cheating. Is that a thing? Twenty eighteen. People still out here just reckless with their cheating. All right. So let's let's start at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> Bombs. Bombs. So there's two people um, this week who have got caught slipping for making bomb jokes in public places, airports, train stations, bus stations. You know, places where it's a federal offense to do that. One thing I want people to understand that if you're not caught up in 2018 and you're still using the phrase, that's the bomb, <laughs> then you're already at a disadvantage. And I don't know if this is the podcast for you. I, I, I think it is, but you may not be able to intelligibly, intelligibly enter into this conversation to understand where we're going, right? Just certain things have to, you have to let go. Right. Right. Speaking of which is making bomb jokes in airports or other places where you can catch a federal offense. Right. You have Green Bay's wide receiver. Mm-hmm who was headed on vacation to Hawaii. Not going to make it. (laughs) And decided to ask his girlfriend if she brought the explosives. Mm -hmm. What the hell, bro? Mm -hmm. Yep. Get on the plane. Yep. Have a tasty beverage. Yep. Go on vacation before your life's about to suck first nine months. That's it, bro. And unless he was he was talking about that honey pot <laughs> uh, that she may have brought with her because it's on her body, uh, I don't think he needs to mention anything about explosives or anything that's happening that's could get him arrested yep. and ruin his NFL career. Yep. Because that type of stuff is federal. That type of stuff could come with fines or prison time, depending on what they want to do to you. But again, you know, he thought, I don't know why he thought that was funny. Maybe he had too many beverages before he made that comment, and that was the thing. Well, someone else had too many beverages mm. that led to his bomb joke. T.J. Miller, who's a famous actor, yeah. comedy actor yeah, at this yeah, point in time, yeah. is writing Amtrak. Pause. Mm-hmm. Amtrak. Hey, don't you do don't you do this to Amtrak, bro? Don't you do this. Amtrak's safety record in and of itself over the last like four months that's means true. it's a don't do that, that's, bro. That's true. If you've been under a rock, Amtrak's had like <laughs> six accidents yeah. in the last like three months. Derailments, Derail. running over trucks. Yeah, yeah. Like, falling off tracks, driving too fast around curves, falling off. Unbelievable ramps. things. Yeah, yeah. Privatize this train, y'all. Mm-hmm. This is another example of why governments cannot run mm-hmm. infrastructure on a. G- you know, general basis. <laughs> okay. Would you, would you undo, the, say, undo have... the pause. <laughs> undo the pause. <laughs> hey, listen. They can't, man, they can't pay my street, hey, let bro. alone run a train system that's going hey, 100 miles an hour. Which I'm in a text messaging war with somebody that works for GDOT. And you remember the 85? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Right? The 85 fell and collapsed, right? Because yeah. of a fire. 
if I'm not mistaken, there was an article that came out today. I heard it on NPR. AJC reports that the fire is now going to be blamed for GDOT, being GDOT's fault for storing materials underneath the bridge that shouldn't have been stored there. This person wants to argue with me that, oh, this bum started the fire. As far as I know, this homeless person was the scapegoat for the fire. We don't know for sure yet if he actually started the fire or not. But the fact that you're storing materials that can burn and create a freeway collapse is the problem. It's not this homeless guy. It doesn't matter if he started the fire to be warm. It doesn't matter if the, it started because somebody threw their cigarette out the window. The problem is you put stuff where it doesn't belong. Absolutely. Government officials. <laughs> people. Come <Okay>. on. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have, like, normal people shouldn't be able to stroll up on explosives. <laughs> <laughs> oh what is this <laughs> like these are like buried treasures like <laughs> they shouldn't be maps they shouldn't be x's that mark the spot yo, like <laughs> yosemite sam pulled up on the spot it was like yo <laughs> the, the gold mine gold mine you know what I'm saying? unbelievable anyway <laughs> unpause tj tj miller decided that he on his amtrak train mm-hmm. Again, I can't get over that. <laughs> Decided he wanted to make some a bomb threat mm-hmm. on the Amtrak train. Yeah, <sighs> bro, I don't. What do you What do you want What do you want from us? What's wrong with your soul that you're like? You know, what would be funny right now mm-hmm. to pretend that we are going to explode and mm-hmm. threaten every like, yes. everybody with that. We're in a fast moving container. You know, that's the opposite of an airplane. Air, airplane container in the air train on the floor on the ground on train tracks no one can escape it can't slow down immediately if there's a problem here everybody's going to panic people may trample each other babies may get crushed like why this is this is not the time to be doing things like that bro and mind you he's not 15 and mind you he's not 10 thank you (laughs) right like adults doing this adults these are adults bro yeah it's it's one thing like for my like four-year-old son Mm -hmm. to like you know, be on his like GI Joe phase yeah. and like say something. You're like, "Hey, man, no, no, no. let me let me instruct you in the ways of the world." Yeah. Post nine eleven, yeah. we don't make explosive jokes. There's nothing funny about bombs, explosions, fires being set. Anything that can cause like yelling fire in a in a karate room, right? In right. Movie like that's done. Like we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. But but alas, here we are. But here we are. <laughs> Talking about explosions and people thinking that it's the easy joke. Yeah. If there's one caddy to take yeah. away, yeah. and it's this is kind of one of my pet peeves, like mm-hmm. at parties, dudes. It's real easy, like in silence, like in America, like mm-hmm. we we can't deal with silence. I think yeah. they say on average in conversations, there's about like 1.5 seconds of silence mm-hmm. on average if once someone asks a question. Yeah, yeah. Like in Japan, it's like nine seconds. Mm. Like people think, think people yeah. Yeah. compose thoughts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. But here in America, when we we need to like fill that void, we go with humor typically, and 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 typically we go with the easy joke, mm-hmm. which typically now in our society the easy joke is you know Trump mm-hmm. or like whatever. And I'm not yeah. saying don't make fun of Trump because there's a wealth of he, material yeah. there. But what I am suggesting is like don't make the easy joke. Don't just like say like you know f- fire or you know what would be funny did yeah. you bring the explosives honey yeah. huh. i've got a new black neighbor let me yell out i've never met him there goes a the neighborhood <laughs> like no no, no. like oh he thought that was funny no like no. you learn this in like when you're in youth group and yeah. you like do the things to your friends <laughs> that you're like oh this will be yep. funny yep let me like dead leg them yeah. and yeah. like you break their leg yep and you're like yep. that's when you learn like the things that you think are going to be for sure funny moments yep are not moment of a moment of like 
I don't even know what the word is. I don't even know if I should say this. As an adult, coaching a basketball team, I pantsed one of my, you know, young, yeah, young, yeah I don't want to Just having my fun. Teammate. Yeah, you know what just I'm saying? Up. So he was carrying something. I pantsed him because that's what I did. That's what you do in high school. The camaraderie got the best of me. I'm a grown man and I just got caught up in the moment and I crushed the dude's spirits. His parents called me and was like, yo, da 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 da. da. And I was like, dang. Yeah, bro. you're right. <laughs> I was like, you're absolutely right. And then I thought about dog. Like, this is like, borderline creepy stuff like no adult should be doing this to a child like i hope i don't go to jail you know what i'm saying like bro like but you just get caught up and i was like at that moment i realized that 22 or 3 years old i was like nope yep. <laughs> that that was that was that line that was the easy joke yep and it was funny but it wasn't funny yep it was just oh i got you hi oh yep you can go to jail now so yep. yeah well yeah other things that apparently aren't funny <laughs> Are jokes told in a drive-thru at Chick-fil-A mm. Mm. Because our mm. our next caddy mm-hmm. Coming to the table mm-hmm. uh, And we don't typically caddy females we Because don't. we're not female We're not at all I have nothing for you But if you wave a firearm in a mm. drive-thru I think we have like some gray area there. To say not a good idea not a good idea And what the hell is happening in this world <laughs> No, It ain't safe It ain't safe It ain't safe 24 hours ago yep. In a Chick-fil-A that is literally a mile from, mile and a half from my house, mm-hmm. uh, two ladies decided that they were, like, were frustrated with one another for not scooting up fast enough or something <laughs> for, their, for their chicken biscuits. <laughs> I need to get to the speaker. Okay. God bless Chick-fil-A's chicken biscuits. Yep. But these two ladies get out. One starts yelling. The other decides, you know what? I'm packing heat. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, you know, let me, let me bring the tension yeah, down a right, little bit right. by waving this gun around. Yes. Yes, let me help you calm down. So yes, she ensues with waving gun around mm-hmm. in the air, pointing it at the lady's head. Mm-hmm. Like Ooh. it Ooh. was like gun to the head. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a situation, mm-hmm. guys! We are in line for fried chicken. Mm-hmm. What is this world coming to? Listen, there is. This lady went to jail. Yeah, for pulling this gun. Yeah, for fried chicken. What are we doing? Because the logic, like you said, here's the caddy moment if you're missing it. In order to calm a situation down, you pull a gun out. <laughs> I know. Does it get any more simple than that? Like the, <clears throat> This is like, again, you probably have heard me talk about uh-huh. this. I carry a gun. Yep. My gun comes out when I see other guns. Yep. That's happened one time in my life. Yep. The end. The end. <laughs> is that so? It's not a practice. Your baby starts crying. You pull the right, gun out. Right. Your wife gets let to me, argue with me, you. You pull the gun out. Like, have you seen the dude? Okay, we'll, we'll like take it to dudes because okay. I, I even feel uncomfortable to, about talking about females on this podcast. <laughs> have you seen the video of the guy? I think he's at a subway, mm. and uh, him and his family are ordering subway, mm-hmm. and he's a concealed carry dude, mm. and this guy in a hood. Mm-hmm. African American oh, yeah, male yeah, 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 comes yeah. in, yes, 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 and he he kind of like checks him, yeah. and checks this dude again, and yeah. like the dude's got his hood up, and yeah. I guess that qualifies as like terrorist, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, apparently this dude like yep. takes out his piece mm-hmm. and quells the situation mm-hmm. and threat for his family mm-hmm. by getting this dude on his knees, like patting him down. Yeah. And like, and then apparently running out of the store after he realized like this dude's just a construction worker yeah, looking yeah, to yeah. get a sandwich before the day starts. <laughs> just want a sandwich, bro. <laughs> bro like yeah, I got bro. nothing. This is what I'm saying. So, guns, gu- guns 
only escalate situations. Only escalate. And I'm like, when I saw that video, now you didn't got me on this rabbit trail too early in the morning. I don't want to be this worked up. But bro, like, I don't know if I would have been able to comply with any of this dude's orders. Like, what the, who, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I may have had to get shot that day. Or when he finished through a brick through his window, I would have, there would have been some retaliation. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? You don't just get to pull a gun out on me and you be like, that's all good. I'm going to wait till you put your gun up. And then there's something that's about to happen. I don't know if I'm throwing a drink in your face like the girls on like, no, see, reality shows. Th- let me but. use some of my privilege. Yeah. This is what you do when someone pulls a gun on you. Okay. You let the situation die, and okay. you're like, I'm suing your ass uh, for emotional distress that you just caused me. I love white people. That was so smart of you. I would have threw a drink on them and then got shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're brilliant, man. Who, Pay me my money. Wait, where did they put that in the, in the white man repertoire? Like, is that a handbook I mean, you, somewhere? You get an email. We get emails. That's true, but I just like, you know, cease and desist is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't have would have thought that. I feel like that's some training you got. Like, dad told you when you were 12, hey, man, don't fight that guy. If he hits you first, breaks your nose, you know what we're doing? We're suing we're him. We're suing him. Like, that's a brilliant idea. Oh, man. I mean, I guess maybe it's like where you grow up. Like, instead of, uh-huh. like, retaliation, yeah. like, you just hear the word, like, sue a lot sue. In, in, in white neighborhoods when you're growing up. I can't wait, bro. <laughs> oh, it's it's a permanent part of my, my, my repertoire, boy. It's in there. Huh. They they got money. We can go get it. You've 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 done you've done the world a service, sir. I don't have to worry That's about that. That's the caddy moment. That's it, bro. If sue you him. It. Don't punch him, Sue. Don't, don't punch Sue. Oh man, you've helped me so much, man. <laughs> my children will will be raised by their father now. because yeah, I potentially would have lost my life for in that situation. <laughs> oh man, you're a great man. You know how else you could lose your life? Huh? Trying to swallow a condom, bro. <laughs> Look at these transitions we on today. Bro, we are on it right now. We need to record in the morning all the time, man. So if you're unaware, because I am a trailblazer, of course, Dan doesn't let me be that. I posted an article over a week ago, maybe earlier this week, about teens going through this condom snort challenge. Which, do you know that there's like this challenge culture now? Yes. Okay, because I'm just coming to like that game. ALS challenge, this challenge, Tide Pod, which we'll hit on the Tide Pod in a second. But like this is where we are because of social media, like challenge. Like people don't have anything else to do in their life than to create these random challenges and then to make people, I challenge Dan, at Dan Dunk to do the I was going to say something inappropriate, which I always do anyway, but I'm going to tone it down a little bit. <laughs> Karen's not here anymore, bro. I, just, I know, I know. She's got me shook. Her spirit, her essence, her aura is here. So I'm just like, ah, I don't want to offend her. Uh, but just, you know, whatever the challenge is, I challenge you and then you step up to the plate. You know, it was admirable when it was for ALS and people donating 50000 a pop and all the stars are doing it and, you know, the... Who was it? Uh, I don't know. The athletes and all of that. That's good, man. Let's and make you were some money. pouring cold water yeah. on yourself. Ooh, that's That's a challenge that... Okay. I accept. <laughs> I'm going to snort a condom up my nose. <sighs> For those of you that don't know, the Tide Pod Challenge, if you've been under a rock as well, was a challenge where kids, teenagers, and some adults were eating Tide Pods that you use as detergent that has bleach, other chemicals, things that don't belong in your body, barely for your clothes, and, and eating them. That was the challenge. People getting sick. I don't know if anybody passed away. I'm sure somebody died. But the idea is that it started as satire. I believe it was The Onion that did an article about these Tide Pods look like candy. And, they ch- and, and Tide actually changed the packaging for it and stopped making it clear, right? The packaging was clear at some point in time, but they made it not that way so that people didn't eat them, so that children didn't see them and want to eat them. But then some adult and or teenager was like, oh, it's not enough to like see that they look like candy. I'm going to taste it and I'm going to put it on air. So you have the cinnamon challenge. Have you seen the cinnamon challenges? For sure. I've seen those. Th- okay, let's do cinnamon. That's fun. You're not going to die potentially unless you have some allergic reaction or you choke to death or something happens but there's less of a chance right putting tide in your body 
Like, can we just what? talk about how like ex- extremes we are in this world? Mm-hmm. Like, you have people losing their mind over mm-hmm. anything other than like purified water <laughs> and like some side, yeah. some sort of like naturally yeah. found soap yeah. cleaning their clothes. Yes. And then you have people ingesting <laughs> Tide. The pendulum manages its wings. Yes, yes. It is unbelievable yes. how just on Don't extremes we are. Don't put no in my water. Don't put any, what is it you put on your tooth, uh, your teeth, uh, like, fluoride. Go live in Flint, Michigan if Bruh. you want to eat some Tide. Bro, I'm, it's still it's happening. There it's for still you, happening. Bro. However many years later, the water's still bad. So that's that's the challenge. Go to the Flint challenge. Do the Flint water challenge. Bro. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the real that's, challenge. That's, that's you people that are out here doing the Tide Pod challenge. <laughs> I challenge you to go to Flint. <laughs> Hashtag Flint challenge. Hashtag Flint challenge, bro. Like, which is a terrible thing to joke about, but it's real, bro. Like, this is the situation, bro. It'd be, it would do more for this country yes. than than eating Tide we, Tide Pods or get, snorting yeah. a condom. So, and then the problem with snorting a condom. You've seen people that do the, they put the like spaghetti noodles up their nose and pull it out their mouth. You know, that's where these things start, right? Right. So the, is that a pendulum? It's like, oh, okay, ha, ha, ha. You put the, okay, spaghetti in your throat. All right, cool. If you swallow, if you snort a condom and it bypasses your throat and gets asphyxiated, yes, you should be gagging, gets asphyxiated in your larynx or whatever that thing is after your throat, bro, you're done, bro. You're done. I'm literally about to throw up. You're done. Because my gag reflex is, <laughs> is so easy. Bro, snort, snort condom. <laughs> Stuck in your throat. Like, <laughs> and I can like begin to imagine. <laughs> I, right, we're about to go around a rabbit hole. <laughs> like, I feel like we're getting better at this. Like yep. where you see like impending cliffs yep. Yep. before like this yep. season one, we just like we're just hell mail right over the edge. Derail and now we're like, oh, oh buckle up. <laughs> then we're about to go over this edge. Their only way that this is like this happens is if you've never used a condom before. Yeah. <laughs> true that's a true statement bro because if you use a condom yeah you realize one how stretchy and how malleable mm-hmm. and how like if this thing gets stuck nothing's getting past it <laughs> it's done bro <laughs> there's a 99.9 percent chance it is effective in blocking all things including right. air right if you can't get baby batter through a condom air is not getting through a condom sir if that gets in your throat you're not getting water it's down. not you're... semi-permeable yeah. like oh it hits saliva it's gonna dissipate <laughs> nope <laughs> it doesn't bunch up real easily like it generally holds its form yep Yep. Like yep. some dude <laughs> some <laughs> some dude like messed up and bought a rib version and <laughs> <laughs> or they got one of them icy hot joints. <laughs> the burning sensation bugs. <laughs> as as soon as it <laughs> Oh my as soon as it hit his gosh, cavity, as dude. soon as it hit that nasal cavity, fire. Fire, boy, fire. That's the best. What I should do, you you dumb teenagers who want to do this challenge. I'm gonna get you a bunch of these fire and ice condoms. Like I not even tell them. Here you go. Try it with these. Record yourself. Done. Unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable, bro. This is where we are, man. So, I I think this is like the perfect place because there's no there's no I think lifelong <laughs> value that comes out of mm-hmm. not snorting because I think generally our listeners mm-hmm. are like, yeah, we get it, stupid kids. Yeah. But let's move into mm-hmm. things that our listeners are doing that. Mm-hmm are also just as equally herd mentality Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in a second though we'll be right back 
Do you wear funny socks? Most men do. Whether it's at the office or at the bar, your socks are guaranteed to be a conversation starter. Society Socks is a men's sock subscription company that sends two pairs of exclusively designed socks to your door every month. These socks are made of warm, soft, and comfortable blend of combed cotton guaranteed to make you look well-dressed. But why are they called Society Socks? Socks are one of the most needed and least donated clothing items at homeless shelters. Though Society Socks aims to change that. With every pair of socks purchased, another pair of socks is donated to a homeless shelter. Not only will your socks feel and look great, but you will be confident that you are making a positive change. With two surprise pair of socks arriving to your door every month in your subscription, you'll begin to grow your sock collection. Try out our first month of a sock subscription at 50% off when you use the code off the record. Put an end to the boring socks and subscribe today. All right, we're back. <sighs> Adults, man. So, again, yes, there may be someone who was listening to the caddy section thinking like, oh, yeah, duh. Yeah, right? Hey, there are adults doing those things, too. Just to be clear, as we made clear with the bomb jokes. There are adults out here potting, and there's adults out here snorting condoms. There's also adults out here not using condoms. But that's another <laughs> conversation for another day. <laughs> We've discussed. <laughs> we, we have definitely clearly covered that situation. But now that leads us into a conversation about herd mentality um is there anyone that is unfamiliar with the term herd mentality uh i mean i can i can let me let me do this for you herd mentality oh she didn't according to wikipedia herd mentality and mob mentality also lesser known as gang mentality describes how people are influenced by their peers to adopt certain behaviors I love how they have different demographics that they represent in the names. <laughs> hey, Google's just trying to get it done, bro. Heard, we have the white demographic. <laughs> Mob, we have immigrant demographic. <laughs> and gang, we have African-American demographic. That's it, bro. That's it. And, and some Covered. Ma- we might That's so wrong. They're just trying to help everybody understand. The Googles are just trying to help people understand. It's like, it's like oh, for, for you, we'll like soften this term for you a little bit. Hey, man, just so you just have a, an educated guess about the situation. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, hey, no one's left out. <laughs> we all are subject. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what we call it is right. No socioeconomic class, no, you know, race, no, nothing is left behind. We want to make sure everybody knows what's happening right now. Huh? All right, so let's talk okay. about it. So, as I mentioned in the in the beginning stages of this conversation, I came to a point in life where I realized, oh wait a minute, people that I oof, should I even say that? I'm gonna say people that I know, people that I'm in contact with, <laughs> aren't as familiar with the process of gathering information as I thought we all were. Is that a, is that a, a polite way to put this? I just assumed that because we all were around for the election of the 45th president of the United States, taking on the term fake news in regards to real news as a way of throwing people off the scent, I just assumed we were all on the same page and understanding that you just can't say fake news and then negate facts or you just can't say fake news and then bury your head in the sand and not have to deal with the realities of life. That you just can't say fake news and ignore the fact that someone's saying that I was sexually molested, and which was something that we didn't cover in our uh, caddy section. But there was a uh, hey, uh, army, no, not an army. What was he? He was a, 
Here he is. Marine. Oh, a Marine. A Marine. Uh, a Marine uh, general decided to ignore claims of sexual assault in his ranks and said it was fake news. So I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I thought that as humans, we were past that point and were able to understand, hey, I may need to gather some information for myself. I may need to figure out how to disseminate real information from fake information, right? But what I realized is that, oh, people are monkeys. There's an alpha male. <laughs> and then there's the pack that follows the alpha male, right? Is that, is that, am I, is that? No, that happens because I okay. see it every day okay. in my life. Okay, okay. Help me, help me understand how you see these things. And then, then I'll spew my hate and, or my love or, or your caddy or my caddy. That's what maybe be the most beneficial. Yeah. 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 No. So when you threw out, Hey, we're going to talk about herd mentality. Mm -hmm. I was like, my, my mind went to, okay, what are the places that I see herd mentality every single day that are a little bit funnier before we like dive into like the craziness? Yeah. Yeah. And the number one pet peeve in my life is rubbernecking, bro. Mm -hmm. Why mm -hmm. is it? <clears throat> why is it that when people would drive by an accident that's off to the side of a yeah. highway, yeah. that we all sit in traffic for hours? Because when you get to that line, we mm -hmm. all look to the right to see. Yep the accident what has happened literally at this point in my life i make my wife take a picture of the accident because yeah. i know i also want to see it <laughs> but i i don't want to be that person who doesn't accelerate at yep. the necessary and appropriate yep. rate mm -hmm. once we get up to and pass the accident my solution is i just lay on my horn I don't even, it, we could be a mile away from where the accident, I'm just laying on my horn, just so that hopefully it'll be like telephone, and everybody will just start honking to that person that's in front of them, that, that's my goal, I'm, I just want it to be contagious, I'm just like honk, 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 because I know what's happening, I can see that there's an ambulance to the right, I can see that there's a smushed car to the right, I can see that there's no one in front of us on this highway, on this road, because a sign in Georgia says, please move accidents, accidents to the shoulder, that's what they asked you to do. It's amazing. Yeah. I one up you on that. Not even herd mentality, but just the mentality of people that get into accidents on freeway that are trying to get checks. The sign in G dot gets it right. Please move accidents to the soldier. So, so my goodness, soldier. I don't know why I want to keep saying so to the shoulder. Right, move it to the shoulder. It tells you very specifically it is dangerous for you to be on the highway with a car that's not moving. But people who are trying to get checks have like minor, the minorest of fender benders, but are figuring like I am about to get paid and will not move over to the side of the road. Although that's two individuals, sometimes three, it's still a herd idea that people just want to get checks. And so they're so busy trying to get paid that they will ruin everybody's day. I just had to get that off my chest that anybody's listening. If that's what you do, I don't like you. <laughs> I see you and I want you to stop. I also don't like people that when they're boarding a flight mm -hmm. or getting ready to board a flight, mm -hmm. that the gate agent comes on the speaker and says, we're going to get ready to board in, yeah. in 10 minutes. Yeah. And everyone loses their fucking mind yep. and decides they need to like bum rush yep. the one place that you can get on the plane, even though mm -hmm. they have assigned seats. Yep. Their bags will either be above their heads yep. or checked to their final destination. Mm -hmm. The end. I think you're right. <laughs> I think that is the end of that. So help me understand why that is. You know, well, you fly I, a little bit more than me. I, I've, I literally have, like, mm -hmm. you're going to get, you're rushing to sit on a small seat. Yep. An uncomfortable seat mm -hmm. that sometimes you're going to be sitting on for four or five hours. Yeah. To smell people's farts, 
to see people argue about. <laughs> Look, if you're in first class, by all means, yeah. bum rush that plane yeah. and get your drink on immediately. That's the perk of first class. You can drink as as soon as you get as soon as you cross that threshold. Take my want? jacket. That's it. Take that's my it. bag. That's it. Bloody and I'm Mary. about to, I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to enjoy myself. Tequila sunrise. And that's why you get on the plane first. Yeah. They yeah. usher you on. Yep. They say thank you for paying double or triple what yep. the rest of these people paid to get to the same place. Here's your drink. Yep. The rest of us. Mm-hmm need to understand that there is is no rush there is no rush and the airplanes also understand the companies also understand this because mm. they literally are treating us like kindergartners now mm. and saying line up behind this line yep if you're in zone one mm-hmm. two three four or by your number yeah. one through 25 line yeah. up here yeah. it's amazing to me that we lose all sense of like logic mm-hmm. about the the fact that we don't really want to be spending time on this death tube yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> but yet we all like are afraid it's gonna leave us bro bro like we're like no plane left behind like it it even i think it's crazy because we talk i fly delta a lot you fly delta a lot right mm-hmm. there is no reason on a delta flight for this to happen it's not even that way on southwest anymore it's not even that way on spirit of frontier but people still you will be like, yo, excuse me, I have a stroller. I have two children. I'm trying to get past you. You are clogging the front of this line. Yes. You are in zone three. Stop. Like, and they were like, wanna per- like, I don't, I don't understand. And I hate this, but I, mm-hmm. but I love it so much mm-hmm. when I, when I do have like, when I am in first class and I get bummed up, I would never pay for a first class ticket, but I, I fly you. enough that I get the, the upgrade every now and then. Yeah, I hear you. It's the best feeling in the world when four zone four people and three zone and like are are just all staying right in front yeah, and you're yeah. just like excuse me excuse me please move out of the right, way right, and right. go stand over there and they get frustrated they get mad at you hey sir you're gonna catch this fade on the back of your foot from this stroller because I'm not slowing down <laughs> I just need you to understand because this right the, now because as soon as I get halfway down this yeah. thing they're gonna call and say zone one can now board <laughs> and they're everyone's gonna be up on me while I'm trying to stuff this right. stupid car seat in right. this bag right. that I can right. put it on this plane right. I have to fold this thing up at the end of this runway or whatever bro thing. and it's like bro like people so I'm just, we're, what we're saying to people is like hey man why are you doing these things why can't you just chill out? Why can't you just have a seat and wait till it's your turn? Ex- There's th- hundreds of seats for us all to sit here and be like, oh, they're calling my name. Let me mm-hmm. stand up and go get on this plane. Epiphany. I know why this happens. Because of jackass teachers that let kids be line monitors for the water <laughs> fountain. For the water fountain. You know what I do when I used to work at a group home, uh, at a residential treatment facility, and these kids would get bugged out about the, the line and getting in front for the water? I say, hey, everybody turn around. Hey, you that were in front, now you're in the back. So this person that was in the back, now you go get some water. Then I just make them go out of order. Like, there's no, stop yelling and fussing and fighting about lining up for this water. You know what? Nobody gets any water. So if we treated people like adults on these things, like, hey, guys, why are you bunched up right here? Nobody gets on this flight. We're closing the door. You do that one time, it doesn't happen anymore. Bro, and there there are people that are my favorite people mm-hmm. because the other thing about boarding a plane is, like, people who are in zone four will, yeah. like, hear zone one and be like, I'm going. Yeah. I'm like... Man, I fly way too much. Right, right. I right. have like I've earned yes. the the ability yes. to yes. like get on and make sure that I put both my bags right. above this thing, which is really <laughs> honestly probably why I don't rush it. I refuse to be part of that yeah. herd. But like, it is nice when you can put both your things above your yeah. head and whatever. That's true. But then there's ways to do that, right? If your thing is slim and you put it in a certain way, you can put your backpack yep. and your bag up there. Absolutely. Do not touch my bag when it's already up there to fit something in because you're on here last or didn't get here when you're supposed to get here. Don't touch my bag. So anyway, 
Zone four, my favorite thing is when zone four tries to load in zone yeah. one. Yeah. And the and the gate guy's like, doop, doop. Hey bro, <laughs> you ain't you ain't getting on this plane yet. You see this red light? <laughs> doop, that doop. Mean, that means you ain't getting on the plane. And like literally just the most evil part yep. of me is like, Yup. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it sucks to suck, bro. Listen, there's there's a there's a parable that Jesus tells us. He says, Hey, when you come to a dinner party, don't put yourself at the head table. Why? Because someone more important may come and ask you to get up, and then you have to be embarrassed when you have to go sit in the back, <laughs> right? If you are at the dinner party, just sit in the back, and if you become important, let them bring you to the front, and look at that. No embarrassment. It's and amazing. You, and you get to sit at the head of that's the That's a catty moment that's, right there. That's it, bro. Jesus told you about zone four. Respect the zone, bro. Love it, bro. I All love right. it. All right. Uh, let me think. If I had any more. Okay, traffic, yep. getting on a plane. Yep. Oh, okay. The mentality of how we go from post-secondary education <laughs> to career mm-hmm. is the funniest thing to me yeah and like the greatest example of like the herd mentality yeah because what happens is when you go to college yeah everyone that's never done college before or experienced life after college comes together to make a collective decision mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what is the easiest path through yeah. this yeah. four years yeah it's like oh We'll all do sports management. Mm. We will. <laughs> we will all get our teacher certification. Yeah, yeah. We, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're paying so much money, and you're asking people who don't know what they're doing <laughs> as well what they what we should do together. Yep. And instead of like going and talking to people who you think, oh, that career could be interesting. Maybe I should go and like go on a like a a college trajectory yeah, yeah, that yeah. gets me to that career yeah, yeah. and. Let me think on my own. Or even do research on where this degree is going to get you. And how much the average salary yeah. is coming out. Does that equal the the loans I'm taking <laughs> in order to get this education? To secure this bag, yeah. It fascinates me yep. when people like, okay, look, I get you want to be a teacher. You shouldn't have gone to the $50,000 a year <laughs> private school. Right. Unless there is some sort of like state sponsored, mm-hmm. f- forgive your debt post-college if yep. you work in the state for X number of years as a teacher if they have that cool get them to cover that or whatever yep um but if that's not the case do not look to the dumbest people around you to help you make your life decisions because they don't have to worry about the consequences of that decision your guy doesn't go to class every day and you're letting him decide for you what major you're going to pick he does he's not concerned about school i literally (laughs) mentor so many people Mm -hmm. who want to be in the production world Mm who come to me and say, hey, I have got all this debt. How do I you know, start my production company or start working in freelancing, mm-hmm. getting on sets? And I'm like, well, this would be easy if you yeah. didn't have debt to pay off. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have debt to pay off, yeah. you could basically say, look, I'll work for you know, $50 an hour. You mm-hmm. still are making a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. and you would get hired as a PA mm-hmm. every single day of the week mm-hmm. in Atlanta, LA, New York be on set, start to learn, like, and then on the side, you'd have some free capital to invest in some cameras and shoot your own stuff and make a YouTube channel and monetize that. And like, then you got something rolling here. Mm-hmm. But if you have to pay off $120,000 in debt or $80,000 in debt, mm-hmm. and you have to make that p- payment monthly, you about to take a job I'm saying, that's like that's going to take up 40 hours of your week that hey. you don't want to be doing. <laughs> you got a degree in library science. Hey, welcome to library life. <laughs> You're a librarian. And the other side note is don't let your parents make the decision mm-hmm. on the degree you, you chase. Yep. For the love of God. Yep. I, 
I played golf in a charity golf tournament with two lawyers. Mm-hmm. Both of these lawyers wanted to talk to me about photography for four hours mm-hmm. because both of them are <laughs> so upset. They're like, both of them were like, we missed our callings, yeah. but we got, we went through so much school yeah. at this point in time. We have like, we had so much debt and mm-hmm. so we had to do this for so long. And by the time we paid off our debt, we were 10 years in yeah. and it was okay, I, I need to do this until I can retire. Yep. And now they're both on the doorstep of retirement and they're like, they can't take, they, they want to go to take photos of everything yeah. because that's, they're like, we missed our calling. We missed out on life. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Hey man. But, hey. and both of them were like, well, my, you know, my parents pushed me to yep. have a, res- a real job. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you parents. Now I have golden handcuffs. So they're probably in debt too because they bought houses and yachts and cars. And Your parents, parents out there, reality check. You have no idea what industry will exist when your kids and how, how to monetize those industries yeah. when your kids are going to graduate college yeah. or not go to college, graduate high school and yeah. start their own businesses. Yeah. You have no idea how this industry works anymore. Literally, I sat down with an investor yesterday and he was like, yeah, I don't feel like I can invest in other industries that I don't know mm-hmm. because like, I just don't know them. I'm like, no one knows. <laughs> True. Every industry is yeah. being made up right now. Yeah. Every industry is going through just such crazy evolution of how it's monetized and how it's streamlined the market mm-hmm. and what the market is actually demanding yeah. that you can literally enter any market and disrupt it at this point in time. And you're probably better off for not knowing the rules mm-hmm. than knowing the rules of what, 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 what works. Yeah. Like anyway. you said, you talking about Warren Buffett, man. His yep. investment going opposite. Good, give me that. You were saying he was going opposite. Of yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, talking about the herd mentality, if you look at the most successful people, they run in the opposite direction mm-hmm. of everybody else. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're going to invest in that? If by the time, like Warren Buffett is an investor in multiple like huge companies, but he also runs in the opposite direction mm-hmm. of everybody else. Mm-hmm. So right now, take for instance, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is tanked mm. did you get out did you pull out no i haven't because okay. everyone else is pulling out uh, and i'm like now i'm not going like yeah. if it because it could tank like yeah. it's such a new technology mm. new industry to some extent mm. it's not regulated yeah i'm i'm waiting in carefully mm. but at the same time warren buffett's investing heavily in in crypto right now ah is he and so it's like he's uh, like and he's quietly moving assets mm. and moving things over mm-hmm. because he like if everyone else is selling, I'm buying. Yeah. And everyone else is buying, I'm selling. Yeah. And he's made billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. And I just realized I want to go back for two seconds and uh. talk about Salt Bay. <laughs> yes, we forgot about Salt Bay. We'll just cliff notes. Yeah. It's the pinnacle of the herd mentality. The yes. fact that this dude is now worth $1.2 billion yeah. because we all posted a memes yeah. of him. Mm-hmm. Because our friends were doing it, yes. and we thought it was funny. It yep. is funny. It was yep. funny for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Now it's, this dude is literally wealthy for yep. the rest of his life. Yep. Opening restaurants and just living his Greek life. Because he flexed and spread salt over mm-hmm. a piece of meat. Over a piece of meat. I mean, r- more power to it, dude. Hey, you you won. You I won hope I internet. get memed right. into $1.2 billion. I can't wait, bro. I can't wait. Please meme me immediately. We but can, You know, we should start memeing each other. Just to and, see. Just, <laughs> and just like, see which this is the funniest viral. meme I've seen. Right, right, right. And just hype it up, man. Yeah, man. Anyway. Yeah. So, so from a psychology standpoint, yeah, yeah. Well, why do people do this? Why do people rush yeah. air, airplanes and 
use the same memes over and over yeah. again and or so run on and to so fights forth. as I was going to mention run yeah. to fights hey fights are happening let's go towards the fight instead of running away from the fight because what's going to happen someone's going to get shot or you're going to get inadvertently punched or you're going to get blamed for something that you had nothing to do with because you were there so this is the this is the part where this hat came on so I'm, I'm, again I talked about the conversation I'm having or whatever you want to call it on, on Facebook about the vaccinations this 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 that another thing what I realized is that one people don't know how to research things for themselves and draw their own conclusions her mentality allows you to believe the biggest voice in the room so let me give you an example lebron james says he's the best basketball player in the world then people start calling him that no one called lebron james the best basketball player in the world until he called himself the best basketball player in the world you understand what mm -hmm. i'm saying before that yeah he's da 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 blah 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 comparison goat and all but once he started doing that people started doing that oh yeah you're right fake news donald trump now everything's fake news you know what i mean so people have a problem with being able to see someone with stature with uh some type of platform with some type of following and the things that they say or do not be fact for them you understand what I'm mm -hmm. saying? For instance, get to the CDC argument. So a friend of mine wants to argue with me about the vaccination situation and then get articles from the CDC. I politely say my wife works for the CDC and she's on board with not giving our children vaccinations all up front, all at one time, maybe over time, maybe blah, 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 blah. He, he then gives me an article from the CDC saying something pro-vaccinations. I say, hey, the CDC doesn't check for long-term effects of vaccinations. Mm -hmm. they, just pray, they just come up with the schedule. That's not enough. He gives me something else. I said, hey, man, let me help you understand how researching things work. If I am a cigarette company and I put out an article, what do you think my article is going to say? That cigarettes do not harm, don't have long-term effects, or we can't prove that they are connected to cancer. You're a, wise, you're a wise man. And that took a three seconds for you to come to that conclusion. Sure. Right? You understand what I'm saying? So what happens is people get sucked into a way of thinking, a way of believing, wanting to believe something, and they just go hard for that, regardless of what other stuff may exist. Right. Of course they do. Because it complicates their life if, in fact... It isn't that way. Right, right. Then they have to they have to confront the fact that maybe I'm wrong or maybe this wasn't the thing to do or maybe there's something else out there, right? Right. People can't face ridicule. They can't stand up to, to the pressure and they fold under that. And it's easier to be a monkey as opposed to the alpha, right? For example, if you have someone who kneels for the national anthem and says, I am kneeling for the national anthem because of police brutality. Someone else says, he's disrespecting the troops. He says, no, I'm kneeling for the national anthem. A louder voice says, he's disrespecting the troops. And then that's how the, you know, the snowball effect right. happens, right? So people can't, one, stay on focus, stay on task, not get caught up with the sleight of hand movements, right? And, be, and have the ability to say, oh, because I feel a certain way about something, let me really find out what's going on. But I think it's hard, right? Because mm -hmm. for good and for bad, the narratives of things consistently shift and change mm -hmm. and i think you can use platforms to steer narratives in a positive direction for instance abraham lincoln did not start fighting the civil war for issues of slavery absolute fact but in order to galvanize the country towards mm -hmm. finishing the civil war mm -hmm. And when he like and during the Gettysburg Address, he wrote that address and framed the Civil War into a moral war mm -hmm. that then people could rationalize the cost that it was it was psychology at its finest. It was it was creating yeah. to finish the Civil War. Mm -hmm. 
and he framed it in a way of we need to pay this debt to uh, and of the scourge mm-hmm. of of sin mm-hmm. that is slavery mm-hmm. and this is what we're doing in fighting this war yeah i think most of us would look back at the gettysburg address as a giant shift in the mentality towards slavery in this country except for me you know i am but go ahead his death yeah. Subsequently, yeah. I think paused a yeah. lot of the positive that was going to come from that shift, mm-hmm. and you put a Southern Democrat or Southern Republic or Democrat at the time, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps flipping. Yeah. Uh, Southern Democrat mm-hmm. into power that then you know Ink. causes Reconstruction yeah. to take a dr- drastically different turn. Yeah. Yeah. All that to say, not to get down history path, mm-hmm. narratives consistently shift, and it's up to us to find out like what is the true narrative and what it what is true and what's not true mm-hmm. spending time on the vaccination thing like because i think i land on a different side than you mm-hmm. in the sense that i only have time for looking at me and my wife and mm-hmm. saying we both were vaccinated on this on in this way mm-hmm. we worked it worked out fine mm-hmm. genetic because because it, it's all based off of your individual genetics yeah. on yeah. how you're going to react to yeah. certain vaccinations and stuff we don't see any long-term effects coming from our lives. I think most likely these vaccinations will work, be mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. That being said, that's not that isn't promised. That isn't necessarily true. But I totally can respect and understand anyone that says, "Hey, I'm not vaccinating my kids for X, Y, and Z reasons." Mm-hmm. And then it should challenge me to be like, "Okay, that like I need to assume for a moment that they're right." Mm-hmm. And how does that affect me? Mm-hmm. And if I assume that they're right, I need to go prove that they're wrong mm-hmm. if I'm going to push back. Right, right. And the thing with that is, like, you can't, you can't, like, utilize the fake news argument or whatever that looks like in whatever form it comes up for a fact of being why you're right. You and, know what I'm saying? And big pharma and pharma is, like, it's a hard debate to even drill, get mm-hmm. into the bottom of. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you have... A scientist in your family yeah. who like understands yes. things yes the rest of us don't have that mm-hmm. and so understanding where the money is and right. who's paying for what 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 test and all mm-hmm. those things and on the other side of like the like don't vaccinate mm-hmm. i'm sure there's been some test that's like hey we need this to come back that these vaccinations and this new vaccination that's mm-hmm. quote unquote more healthy or whatever shit needs to come out yeah I think that there's money on both sides of the yeah. debate, and that's the, that's the beautiful piece, right? So the thing is, like, what the the essence of this this part of the conversation is understanding that when you mention that, so there's research. If you have any sense of how capitalism works, I am a psychotherapist, right? Mm-hmm. I work in the office of psychiatrist. We have reps that come to my office all the time and offer us drugs to give to our patients, mm. right? I know for a fact that these pharmaceutical companies are in it to make money. I also know they do clinical trials. I also know they give us research that benefits them and says why they're doing what they're doing. I also know research can be skewed, right? So I think the thing is that the point that I'm trying to make with all this is that there are a lot of things to consider when you make choices, right? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things to consider when you try to condemn someone else's choices, right? And you have to consider all of these things in making up your own mind. But what you have to do at the end of the day is stand firm on what you believe and what your foundation is based on the research you've done, based on being able to weed out misnomers as much as possible and having facts to support your stance, right? Absolutely. And the problem is people can't stand on that. That's the biggest issue that I'm bringing home is that people can't stand up for what they believe because when a 
little bit of pressure is applied, they bend and they fold and they're like, all right, you know what? Never mind. For but. sure. It's it's the have you ever heard of like the brick wall mentality? Mm-hmm. So people approach their truth mm-hmm. like a brick wall. Yeah. Yeah. And if one of those bricks is proven to be wrong, the mm-hmm. wall collapses on right. itself. Right. Now, this is generally used to fight against absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and how like if you, you know, build this wall of absolute truth that it can collapse on itself so it's more dangerous i actually don't believe that i think that there is a such thing as like truth and right and real yeah yeah. um but with that being said man sorry pollen um but with that being said we need to like if you're willing to put in the time and research then i think you can have the conversation and find what is absolutely true Mm -hmm. if you're not willing to do that i think that you need to for a moment suspend the understanding that there is absolute truth Mm -hmm. and say what's just true for me and what's true for my family and what decision am i going to make yeah and you and understand that you potentially in the grand scheme could be wrong Mm -hmm. and doing the wrong thing and you need to own that and own your laziness Yeah. yeah and i think to some level there's decisions i make out of laziness that i just physically don't have the bandwidth to investigate right and and really push into right or i'm not prioritizing in that way yeah yeah i mean and and that's the thing is like man people can't intelligibly enter into conversations without doing the necessary prep work which they need to which you need to if you're going to have the conversation if you're going to have the conversation and that's the whole point we're making if you're going to have a conversation if you're going to enter into a keyboard challenge if you're going to go into these debates or whatever the case may be you have to have sufficient research done you have to have some sufficient information to be able to back your argument and a lot of stuff doesn't even have to be argument it's not about winning an argument right it's about being comfortable in the decision you're making and Absolutely. not be easily swayed by somebody coming up and saying some random thing that is again maybe some fake news because if it's something you care about like you will look into it and you will find okay how did how do the puzzle pieces come together and the further you go down it's a, it's a rabbit hole it mm-hmm. is something that like you know sean little i love that guy to death he cares very deeply about the water he's drinking where this where his food's coming from mm-hmm. i mean he's a hardcore uh vegan and I appreciate because he's gone down. He cares deeply about what what's happening to his body. And bro, I, I love that about you. I think you're probably right on some level. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the time to right. like dig into that rabbit hole. So when he when we have these discussions about food and like the location our food's coming from and stuff like instead of being like nah dude like veganism is just like this like left Mm -hmm. like liberal Mm -hmm. like agenda no it's probably very real i don't know right and you also can't insert fake news or you also can't say man we've been doing this for blah blah blah. oh you know you can't insert things to this dude in a situation where he's done the research and is sure about his decision with some flipping with some flipping answer i think people because google is so accessible Mm -hmm. we have this mentality that we need to know everything now like if we don't know then that says something about us Mm -hmm. i think i don't know is an answer that we have become increasingly more uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. and that we should be as dudes we need to be more comfortable with being like you know what dude i don't know yeah yep like, it seems like you have a pretty good grasp on this. Like, educate me. Like, tell me what your perspective yeah. is on this and why you've come to that conclusion. Like, yeah. we've had these discussions about yeah. vaccinations yeah, yeah, yeah. before Jace was born. Like, hey, man, tell, like, I know that you kind of like are shaky on the vaccination mm-hmm. thing. How do you deal with it? And I think we ended up like, I was like, man, I really feel like I need to 
like have him be vaccinated. He's going to be in daycare. He's going to mm-hmm. be. It's not like he's right. and that's exactly and, yeah. And so, what would your recommendation be, knowing yep. that you're coming with a wealth of knowledge yep. from the opposite point of view, yep. and you were like, "Hey, man, this is how I would. If you're gonna need to do it, yep. probably spread them out." Yep. And that's what we've done. Yeah, perfect. we're like, okay, cool. Like maybe it's not good to do like these batch vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Let's do individual vaccinations yep. over time. Yeah. And so, uh, and and it, and then yeah, owning the decision to yeah. be like, that's what we decided to do. Yeah. We could, we're first time parents; we could be wrong. And that's a and that's a real that's a the real adult conversation. Yeah. Where there's no malice. There's no ill intent. There's right, no right. fighting. There's an argument. There's a bickering. I'm like, bro, like, because again, my child's not going to daycare. Right. Right. He's going to be with my his grandparents. Yep. Until he's five. Yep. And then if he goes to school, cool. Then we worry about this stuff. Then in this like, man, but his immune system is built up at that right, point. Right. That's in time. what I'm saying. Yeah. And his sister gets sick enough for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we built all the immunities up to whatever she get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's just one of those things where we don't have to fight. We don't have to argue. We don't have to bicker. We don't have to have fake news be the thing we don't have to dismiss people when they come with something if we just take the time to hear to listen to engage in conversation to be enlightened and then make intelligible decisions what role though do you feel like politicizing Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. in our culture now has in people being so defensive Uh, divisiveness at its finest man i mean in order to keep people off kilter you know what i'm saying and to keep them on shaky ground you have to insert these things if if every we wouldn't have who we potentially wouldn't have who we have as president of the united states if obama hadn't got elected if it was status quo and it was regular white dudes doing regular white stuff and becoming president and not having this polarizing figure being in place and then people feeling displaced and then somebody being able to say hey you coal miners i'm gonna bring coal back hey you da 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 like it's i think we're at the point now we realize the the electoral base that got trump over the hump was the bible i mean that bible well maybe bible belt too but rust belt da 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 because there was dreams that were sold to these people right and i'm not saying i don't i have no conversation for trump but i'm just saying the idea that if you can sell somebody a dream and then make it divisive and make it something that's polarized and make it the Mexicans are taking their job and make it that blah, 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 blah. It's a tactic that's been used by by time and time again. Yeah, I think too, like the normal day things that we're doing now have become politicized, yeah. right? Like yeah. to like normal decisions to buy a certain type of car. You're right. on one side or the other. Yeah. The types of groceries and where you grocery yeah. shop yeah. says what political faction you are in yeah. one side or the other. Walmart, no Walmart. What's part of the cities you live in? And that may be more historically true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it seems like more and more every decision you make, it's, I have to clear, like I feel like I'll make conservative and liberal mm-hmm decisions for our family because yeah. we i mean and and generally i have to qualify like this not a political decision yeah yeah like to shop uh you know certain types of groceries yeah. that aren't don't use chemicals like blood diamonds i mean it yeah. goes on right cell right. phones like exactly yeah. it's hey or, or guns yeah guns is a is a great example like I, like I always have to talk about like i'm i am for gun legislation i am for gun control mm-hmm like, but that actually doesn't say anything about my political right. stances right. or like what party I uh, associate with. Don't let people find out you circumcise your son. I don't know if you have or not, but then you're gonna get like pig's blood thrown at you when you come out your door one day. You right. circumcise your kid. Like people are, like you're saying, they're up in arms about stuff. Yeah. But I think it's that it's because we have unregulated people who don't know how to be rational with things, and so it's almost like this push now. Um, I, you know, listening to NPR, there's this guy who's a, uh, ex um uh, skinhead, and I listened to this lady on this other article who's ex skinhead. 
or whatever the case may be. And they say the way they capture these people, they capture them while they're young and they focus their anger, their general anger towards everything to this narrowly focused thing mm-hmm. of people being anti you being white or you anti being circumcised or anti vaccine, da 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 da. And this radicalness that stirred up in people is because they have this general level of hate for all things or they're just dismayed about stuff or they're upset about things. And if you can find a way to rein them in, you got them for life, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's again, people being unregulated and not being able to think through things and being irrational and having all of these things. We're, we're as humans just a hotbed of mess and we're ripe for becoming politicized for things mm-hmm. you know what i mean and we just leave the radicalism to, to radical islam and it's that no but we can be a radical circumciser you know what i'm yeah, saying there's totally. like all the, all the stuff we do man and it's 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 just it like you said the problem is politi- over politicizing of things but then for me underlying it's like people not being able to be rational when they should be it's good to be emotional it's good to be driven it's good to be all these different things man but if you're unable to see past your nose and hear an argument and be able to process through things, and then I hate it when people give you this, oh, I love you, but like, bro, you don't have to patronize me, be hit me with an I love you. Like all these people trying to tell me, oh, okay, oh, I can't, what, what do you do? I'm a pediatrician. I'm like, man, I'm not even talking about you. I'm telling you what has happened to me. And that's another thing, like people, don't, they discount. When someone says, hey, I asked my pediatrician X, Y, Z, and this was their response. And you report this was their response. Well, not all. Listen, we're not talking about all. We're not talking about 1,000 out of 1,000. We're talking about my personal experience of what happened. Unless somebody's lying about that, we have to consider these things, you know what I'm saying, to to be uh, a point of reference for stuff. And that just, I mean, I think that's the overall picture of why, what I'm saying, why people can't even handle that. If I'm personally telling you what happened to me, but then you still give me, well, it didn't happen. All right, well, we can't have a conversation, bro. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? You're arguing for like, this like black and white idea of life and that doesn't exist it doesn't exist if i say black lives matter you say blue lives matter like that's why are you doing that you're taking away from the idea of what's over here for the sake of something else that has nothing we can agree we can yeah and i feel like yes we make statements now that have nothing to do with other statements but making those statements somehow magically negate the other (laughs) statement (laughs) Right, um, right which is fascinating so I guess where do we go from here? What do you, how can people one like grow in their ability to not allow like counter thought mm-hmm. processes to like push them over the edge of yeah. like sanity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and how can we become less herd mentality oriented in life and business uh, and just our general goings? I say first things first is delete your Facebook page right yep facebook should only be used for people to make free advertisement if you're not if you're not selling a product you are the product bottom line if you're on facebook and you're not selling something or advertising something you are what's being marketed Mm -hmm. we found that out right in this last couple weeks or whatever so i say check out of that then i say do more reading of, of just materials of books of journals of magazines things that these topics that are important to you like there's a journal for this I, I, whatever this important to you it could be salt water baths i guarantee you there's a journal article there's some educated report that's being done there's some research being done where it's not just a facebook post where it's not just an article in like teen bop or whatever you know newsstand stuff you get from mm-hmm. the grocery store or whatever the case may be like tabloid stuff right yep so educating yourself in something outside of what the herd goes to for their information TMZ shouldn't give you information all the time, um, you know. And then even reputable television and news. Let's let's get out of the habit of being told and being fed stuff. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like if the article is in and of itself less than 500 words, yeah. you should probably find a new source. Yeah. yeah. 
USA Today, great place to potentially start about what's start, happening in this start, world. Start. <laughs> Probably need to add one or two yeah. more New York Times, mm-hmm. uh, The Atlantic, yeah. uh, on the conservative side. I'm trying to think what's long form these days. Um, I can't think of any okay. off the top of my uh, head. But that. like long form reporting mm-hmm. uh, in the digital space, vice.com yeah. isn't yeah. it? Like they don't do short form yeah. stuff. Like yeah. they're doing long form embedded interviews that yes i think that they come from a younger probably more liberal perspective Mm -hmm. but at the same time they give you a full enough picture and the counter side almost always to understand all sides of where things are coming from and understand primary sources versus secondary sources that's real yes if you're reading something and they're quoting something somebody quoted and quoting something somebody quoted as opposed to getting it directly from the mouth of the person that they're interviewing or the journal that they use or the article that they use or the book that they got like this is how we have now where you have like Hebrew Israelites and different religions that come up and they'll have these books that they use as text but they're not primary sources they're books written by somebody based on something else and you can you can't validate the information that's why people love to you know use the bible as a source of like first primary sources because you have all of these writers from all of these centuries and all this stuff getting passed down to pass down to pass down and the information is somewhat close to what it was originally and they can validate it with all these first-hand informations like the gospels per se you know hey this writing that we have now of the book of john is very close to this original thing that we found a long time ago and a long time ago and a long time ago you know what i'm saying so if you're reading articles and you're reading stuff that can't be validated with a litany of information first-hand sources you might want to check that because it might become it might be an opinion piece and people don't even know the difference between opinion pieces right and actual news Right. Twitter is not journalism. There's journalists that post on Twitter, but you can't go to Twitter and read 160 characters and that be the end all be all to that situation. Is that is that I don't know if that's no, it makes complete sense, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that having a multitude of of information input, um, not only just from first primary sources, but from people that, you know, people that think differently, like we talk about all the time, people that come from different SES situations, people that are affected by the same thing differently. People don't have options of like, yeah, man, I want to drink this alkaline water. Water, but I mean, I'm barely keeping the lights on, you know what I'm saying? So let's have a conversation of like, man, why is that even a thing? You know, why is it, you know, just, I don't know, man, we can go, you know, I won't be labeled that, um, um, be labor that point anymore, but just, I, it's diversity. It's about diversity of information, diversity of, of information and making sure that you can, you people just have to be able to spot heard when it's there. And, for sure and and then be honest with yourself if you're not interested in it so don't enter into a conversation and don't put your two cents into something where it's i heard this or she said that or secondary this or i saw this and i you know no if you don't know for a fact or if you haven't talked to people be honest with yourself and tell people like hey i don't really care enough about that to enter this conversation yep yeah exactly man i think it's okay if if it's not what you're invested in to yeah. say i don't know yeah and it really doesn't affect me. Yeah. So, and that may be some privilege, that may be mm-hmm. some whatever, but like in general, I think if you're going to engage in mm-hmm. a conversation, you should be willing to hear the other side and suspend your belief yeah. that you are 100% 
infallible right. in that subject. And that's why I go so hard with certain conversations. Well, this is why this is our last conversation about this vaccine stuff, but just like being able to educate people because I have a researcher who works for the company that lives with me every day and I have seen the ill effects of certain things. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It doesn't matter if it's HIV medicine or vaccines. Like, yo, you have to be educated before you make decisions. Like, even vitamins, man. Like, read the label of your vitamins. If it's sugar is the first thing, that's, that's not a vitamin, sir. For sure. That's not a vitamin. You know what I mean? So just, again, but that's because I care enough for people and for the things I do, and I don't want to make half-assed, you know, lame brain decisions. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And I can't fault anybody that doesn't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, again, you're responsible for yourself, and, and if the caddy here, I think really is honestly is do like if you care to be engaged in the conversation put in the time if everyone's running one direction think about why you are running that direction Mm -hmm. if everyone is telling you to do certain things Mm -hmm. probably think about what is what is the motivating factor behind everyone saying like we are going to do this i think even in good ways where you have you know uh like p diddy calling for everyone to like we will use black owned business i think that's a good statement i think that we like especially the african-american community supporting african-american businesses Mm -hmm. is something that is necessary to create a strong economy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with that being said even that should be thought of like okay what is does he like is he invested right. in right. this statement of course, he of course he is if you're gonna drink buy some rock right exactly <laughs> don't yeah. buy that belvedere right 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 some dude in like switzerland or yeah whatever, sweden. Sweden, yeah, is yeah, making yeah. money off of you yeah, like yeah. like we can buy local yeah buy mine right, right like right. so again like again i'm not fighting against that mentality yeah. what yeah. i'm saying is Take five seconds before you respond to anybody. Really take 24 hours. I think that, like, if you're going to stay on Facebook, you're going to stay on these, like, social media platforms and engage with people politically, Mm -hmm. you should generally come back, like, 24 hours later. If your first response is read, type. Yeah. Hey, you're you're the person that says, why do they need a Black History Month? That, I'm going to just say that. There's no white history month. No, I'm not the person. No, not you. Not you. I'm I'm saying that person <laughs> that you just mentioned. I just want, yes, I just no, 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 no. Super clear about that. The person that the first idea is to read and click and type. It's yes. the same person that's like, oh, as soon as you hear black history month, what do you need black history month for? There's no white history. What do you need BET for? There's no white ET. Like, you don't need a white entertainment television yep. station. And, and you don't owe allegiances to anybody, right? right? Yeah. Like, just because your favorite person yeah. says something or asks something of you, yeah. like, just say like i think the first response is like silence like okay this person who i respect is saying we should all go this direction Mm -hmm. my people don't be a follower don't be don't be like be like just if you like someone that's cool if you like a musician if you like these other people if you like an athlete whoever are you know superstars are now Mm -hmm. and they say something and i think every statement can 100% be accurate and true and we should all potentially go that direction it may be beneficial or we should you know or it could be wrong and I think we you should approach every statement with all right how do how do I find out more yeah and when you take a stance be ready for the public ridicule be ready for the hate be ready for the shade to come your way but don't don't switch up Especially if you have a valid point and, mm-hmm. you, and you feel justified in your heart. And, and take that firm stand, man. Like, like the reason why things are the way they are in so many situations. For instance, for me, I don't buy Jordans just because of when I was young, dudes was getting murdered for them things. And they just a pair of leather and they're just some shoes. And I have 
since I was 10 or 12 years old, was like, yo, I'm not buying Jordans and I don't support that, right? And it has nothing to do with Jordan as a man, it has nothing to do with Nike per se, but like I just don't support what it has done to people that I know personally that got either beat the hell up or murdered because of what was on their feet. And I'm like, nah, that's just something I'm just not doing. You know what I'm saying? And so like, yo, it's a personal conviction and I don't fault, buy all the J's you want, make your money, resell, do whatever you do, but we have to be those type of people where we can stand firm in our convictions, especially if it's not wrong conviction. Like, you know, I just hate somebody because I'm gonna hate them. But like, bro, like if we did that more often, this I guarantee you this world, especially United States, would be a much better place. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. Any last thoughts? Nah, man. I uh, I think it's all on the table, man. You know what I'm saying? It's all out there. Um, I'm hoping that you all were able to um, understand the level of, of thinking we're asking people to do, the level of behavior modification, the level of processing and engaging in intelligent dialogue that we're asking you all to do. I mean, I'm. I, hey, I, I don't know. I don't know much more how more plainly we can put it. Um, if there's more conversation, man, hit us up. Uh, don't slide into DMs um, unless you're offering an opportunity to advertise with our district. Then please slide into DMs. <laughs> we we would love those DMs Amen. to slide in. But hit us on Twitter. Um, C John Roar S E E J O N R O A R and at Dan Dunk. And we'd love to continue the conversation. Continue there you the go. Conversation. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Love people, man. Yeah. No, my dad used to tell me, "You want to win the argument, or you want to win the person." That's it. Yeah. If you want to win the argument, you can crush people. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can make sure that you win. Yep. You are right. Yep. Let me tell you X, Y, and Z. Yep. Or you can be like the smart person in the room, the one yep. that really knows what the hell's going on, yeah. and just be like, "I know I'm right right now, yeah. but this person needs to let me like walk through this with yeah. this if yeah. I actually care." Yeah, and don't don't kick this hornet's nest and then bounce. You know, people love to do that. Oh, I'm, I'm out. Like, no, 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 no. Stay there. If you decided yeah. to you go there with somebody and engage in conversation, stay there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, and walk through it. You know yep. what I mean? But, totally agree. You know, that's what it is. Good stuff. All right. All right, y'all. I'll catch you next time. Yeah. She is my rock. Bust at the up. Hold on the spot. Peace with the bump. Shout to be wet.